Hi, friends, and welcome back to Story Club Kids. My story today is about a boy named Max and the most exciting soccer game of the whole year. Let's jump on in. Max loves to play soccer. When he turned eight last month, his dad got him a brand new size four soccer ball. This new ball was larger than his old soccer ball, which was only a size three, but they were both perfect spheres. His old ball was green, while his new ball was black and white with red and blue lines that looked like laser beams zooming and crossing over each other back and forth across the ball's surface. Every day after school, Max would finish his homework and then spend the rest of his free time practicing his kicks and dribbles. He even had a net in the backyard and would pretend that it was guarded by a fearless goalie as he kicked shots into the net. Goal! Max heard his dad yell from across the yard. That was my 15th goal this afternoon, Dad, Max stated proudly. Dude, that's awesome. Keep up the hard work, his dad complimented. Can I play with you too? Of course. You can help me train for tomorrow. Max and his dad practiced extra hard all evening for the big game the next day. Max's mom made his favorite dinner, homemade pizza with olives and salad with ranch dressing. I can't believe tomorrow is the championship soccer game. I feel so nervous. I may as well be about to play in the World Cup, Max said jokingly. Max was excited to play. He had worked hard to be able to start the game as the forward. In soccer, the position called forward is usually the player that moves the ball forward and scores the goals. Max loved to score goals in his games. And he knew tomorrow it would be more important than ever to score as many goals as he could. He really wanted to play his best in the morning, and that was making Max feel nervous. Is it normal for my tummy to feel all twisted up when I think about the game? Max asked his parents. Absolutely, that's normal, his mom smiled as she responded. You know, those butterflies in your stomach are there because this game matters to you, and that's actually a good thing, bud. You know how hard you work to train for this game. Now all you can do is try your best. When I'm feeling nervous, it always helps me to take a couple deep breaths, his dad advised. But the most important part comes next. You have to tell yourself out loud, I can do this, and believe it to be true. If you can muster up confidence, you can do almost anything you want. I have to say that out loud? Just, like, to myself? Max asked with a giggle, unsure of the advice. Yep. Out loud, I promise it makes a big difference, his dad explained. It's called an affirmation, and it helps me all the time when I have big meetings at work that I'm feeling nervous about. Will you just try it out tomorrow if you're feeling nervous? Affirmation. Okay, dad, I'll try it, Max replied. He noticed his tummy didn't want as much of the pizza as it normally did. As soon as dinner was over, it was time for bed. It was so hard to fall asleep, but eventually he did. He wanted to have a dream about scoring lots of goals and winning the big game, but he actually dreamt about red, pizza-flavored ice cream that turned into boiling hot lava in his bowl. Dreams can be silly. He jumped out of his bed and got dressed in his uniform that his mom left out on his dresser for him. Max's team name was the Sharks, and they always wore blue jerseys when they played at their home field and their white jerseys when they played away at another team's field. Today, they would be playing at the Pirates Field. So he put on his white jersey, his blue shorts, his shin guards, white socks, and black cleats. He was ready for the game, 
In the car on the way to the field, his tummy felt nervous again. How are you doing back there, bud? His mom asked. I'm good, mom. Oh, I can do this, he said, smiling and looking at his dad's reflection in the rearview mirror of the car. Yes, that's right, you can, his dad replied, giving him a silly face back in the mirror. As soon as Max arrived and stepped out onto the field with his teammates, his nerves completely went away. The whole team warmed up together and practiced some shots on their goalie. Before long, the referee blew his whistle, announcing that the game would be starting soon. Max walked toward the center circle to take his place for kickoff. The Pirates were wearing orange and black striped jerseys that reminded him of Halloween, but not in a scary way. He was feeling confident in himself and in his team. The game started off great. He and his teammate Pete passed the ball back and forth toward the goal box, maneuvering it around several players on the Pirates team. Pete passed the ball to Max, and Max could see that he was close enough now to take a shot. He pulled back his right leg and swung it forward with a controlled, powerful kick. But it went right into the goalie's arms. No goal. Max was so disappointed that he missed his shot, but he kept his head up and continued to try his best. The Pirates ended up scoring a goal first, leaving the Sharks feeling anxious and frustrated that they were losing by one point. When it was time for both teams to take their halftime breaks, it was obvious to anyone that Max was feeling tense. Inside, he felt like he was letting his team down. He looked in the crowd of parents and saw his dad looking right at him with a big smile and a thumbs up. Just then, Max remembered the talk he had in the car on the way to the game. Max returned the thumbs up to his dad and took a deep breath. And he whispered to himself, I can do this. While he ate his orange slices, Max remembered all the hours he had spent practicing in his backyard every night. He suddenly felt a surge of confidence. Just then, the referee blew his whistle to announce the end of halftime, and he and his teammates rushed to their starting positions on the field. As Max stood at the edge of the center circle, waiting for the referee to blow his whistle again to signal the start of the second half, he was focused intently on the Pirates player who was preparing to kick off the ball. He noticed the boy make eye contact with his teammate to his right, and the other boy, well, he nodded his head. Max knew exactly what their plan was. I can do this, he said louder to himself. The whistle blew and Max took off running as fast as he could toward the pirate that he believed would be getting the ball. He got there just in time to get in the other boy's way and take the ball for his team. As he ran toward the goal, he made small kicks to get the ball down the field in a controlled way. These are called dribbles. Max dribbled it down the field until he saw one of the Pirates players right in front of him. There seemed to be no way to dribble the ball around him. Pass it, he heard Pete yell from his left. Max passed the ball to Pete, who had an open shot at the net for a moment. But before he could shoot, one of the Pirates' defensive players was on him. Defensive players are the ones that stand right in front of the goalie to help keep the other team from scoring. And boy, did these defensive players want to stop Pete from scoring. I'm open, Max yelled as soon as he noticed that no one was guarding him anymore. Pete turned around and tapped the ball back towards Max and away from the Pirates' defensive players. Max didn't even let the ball stop rolling. He took a big step, bent his knee, and kicked the ball as hard as he could, aiming for the upper left-hand corner of the rectangular goal. Whoosh! He heard the ball fly into the net right past the hands of the Pirates goalie. Yes! Max yelled. The crowd cheered loudly. Max's mom was jumping up and down, screaming, Go, Max!
Max! Go, Max! That's my boy! Part of him wanted to run away from embarrassment, but he laughed it off and ran toward the rest of his team. Max's team congratulated him, but they all knew the game wasn't over yet. The score was now tied one to one, and there was more work to be done if they wanted to win the championship. Max felt proud of himself for scoring, and he knew his team could do it again. The Pirates got to kick off the ball again since the Sharks scored the last goal. Max concentrated on his opponents again as the boy with the ball in the middle looked over at the boy to his left this time. The whistle blared and Max took off running straight towards the boy on the left. This boy saw Max coming and quickly passed the ball away. But none of his teammates were in the area that he passed it to. Pete was able to get the ball quickly and start running towards their goal. He tried to make a shot, but the goalie blocked it. Max could tell that Pete was frustrated with himself. It's okay, Pete. We can do this, he assured his friend. The Pirates had a few great shots, but the Sharks goalie, Taylor, had worked hard to improve his skills this year, and he blocked every single one. In the last few minutes of the game, Max got the ball again. He dribbled the ball down the field, and he wanted to take the shot. As he looked around to assess the area, he noticed that two of the Pirates' defensive players were headed right for him. He also noticed that Pete was wide open, even though he wasn't calling for the ball. Pete! Max yelled to his friend as he passed the ball his way. You can do this! Max reminded him. Pete gave a smile as the ball landed near his feet. He dribbled it for just a moment before kicking a dart into the left side of the net. Goal! Pete yelled excitedly. Max ran over and hugged Pete, congratulating him on his goal. He felt overjoyed that he was able to assist with such an important goal. The referee blew the whistle three times in a row. This was the signal that marked the end of the game. The Sharks had won the championship game with a score of 2-1. to one. They were all overjoyed. Even the coach was jumping up and down with excitement. After a quick celebration, the Sharks went out to the field to shake hands with the kids on the Pirates team and tell them good game. And Max felt like it was exactly that, a good game with two teams that worked hard, played fair, and had fun. Max recalled the moment during halftime when he decided to believe in himself. It felt so much better when he was able to muster up confidence and trust all the hard work he had put in. As he walked off the field with his trophy, Max's dad hugged him tightly. I'm proud of you, son. You showed some determination out there today, he told Max. I love how great of a teammate you were by encouraging Pete and passing away the ball his way when you didn't have a great shot. Max smiled. Thanks, Dad, he replied. I saw how discouraged Pete looked when he missed his shot, and and I remember to how bad I felt when I was missing my first shot of the game. I'm glad he found his confidence, and he was able to make the game-winning goal. So cool. See how powerful saying those words of affirmation out loud are? His dad asked. Yes, it's awesome. Max agreed. The team went on to play together the next year, too. And Max even helped create the team's motto. They said it before every single game. We can do it! Okay, friends, that's the end of Max's story. I thought it was really cool how Max's affirmation helped both him and Pete to find their confidence. They knew their team had put in a lot of hard work to get to the championship game. They just needed to believe in themselves. There are lots of different ways that you can incorporate different affirmations in your day to build your confidence too. Talk to your grown-up after this episode on ways that you can use affirmations. While you're talking, make sure to also tell your grown-ups to go to storyclubkids.com so your family can sign up to join the Story Club Kids community. 
all they need to do is enter their email address so you can get access to some really cool stuff that I send out just once a month. You can also ask them to connect with Story Club Kids on Facebook and Instagram. I always have a lot of fun stuff going on there too. Now I'm Miss Michelle and I want to remind you that you are special and your words are powerful. I'll see you next time. Bye.